All right. This is sports and stuff here. Paul, like I promised, is back on. We're going to give you the NFC future bets. Welcome back, Paul. How's it feel to be a second-time podcaster? Good. I'm warming up to it. Thanks for having yeah. me. Oh, you did a great job last time. So uh, let's let's get into that video thing. Uh, before we get into it, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube, Sports and Stuff, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Donate to our Patreon, the ticker below. We'll be going throughout the stream here. So, um, yeah, if you feel so inclined, help support the channel, help us grow. So, Paul, uh, latest off here. We got the NFC. What do we got going on? It's not nearly as interesting as the AFC. Um, I think we have, what, two, three good quarterbacks here? I'd say yeah. Hurts, yeah. Dak, and maybe Cousins. Yeah, I'd say that's that's a, that's a healthy assessment. I mean, I think Cousins is underrated. Um, mm-hmm. He stat pads a lot, but yeah, I think he deserved to be in that top three conversation in the NFC. Yeah, agreed. Um, so we're going to start with the NFC South, which I think is the second hardest division to pick. Um, we've got the Saints, Falcons, Panthers, and Bucks, and uh, I don't quite have a good feeling on who I would bet to win this division. Um, if the Saints at plus 120, Falcons at plus 215, Panthers at plus 400, and Tampa at plus 800. All of these are from DraftKings. Um, I just think they stay the most up to date, at least of the ones that I use. Um, but so for Carolina, I don't, I don't feel too confident in betting them to win the division. Um, I'm sorry, Dr. Carolina, I'm at New Orleans. Um, so, bets, I don't have anything that I'm willing to do there. For fantasy, though, I do really like Chris Olave. Um, he was top 10 in the league against zone coverage, which the league is trending a lot more towards, and he had 1,000 yards as a rookie. Michael Thomas coming back might affect that a little bit, but I think he's in for another big year. Just to interject real quick to the zone coverage thing, I think Patrick Mahomes kind of had an influence on that because everyone realized, and man against him, not so, doesn't work so well. Let's blitz him. Yeah. Doesn't work so well. We're gonna throw yeah. a bunch of guys in the backfield, and he's shown some struggles against the zone. It's like if the best quarterback struggles against the zone, we're gonna implement this in uh, on more defensive strategies. Yep. Right. Uh, moving on to Atlanta plus 215 to win the division. A lot of people are betting on Atlanta just because they've made some big improvements to the defense. They got Calais Campbell in there. Uh, got some Ooh, second- he left <laughs> us. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, they brought in, I think it was Jesse Bates from Cincinnati. So they've made some upgrades. And then, of course, they got Bijan first round this year. Pitts might bounce back this year, maybe. Drake London's there. They have a lot of weapons on offense. It's just Desmond Ritter. Is he going to get it done at quarterback? Um, for bets in this on this team, Bijan is the favorite to win Offensive Rookie of the Year, plus two seventy five. Rightly so. Rightly so. Yeah, I think that's a lock unless something like Stroud or um, yeah. And I think that's the only reason why plus two seventy five. I was going to say 
looking at that, I, I was surprised how high like those odds were. I would have thought that would have been more like plus 150. But if you have those those two rookie quarterbacks, that's probably what's driving up that number to plus 275. Yeah. Stroud and Bryce Young. They could, yeah. Quarterback could get it pretty easily too. Um, a random it's a quarterback bet. favorite league. Like everyone loves quarterbacks. <laughs> so Yeah, exactly. Random bet that I think could hit is Kyle Pitts plus 210 to go over 120 yards in any game this year. He's already done it twice, and they have – very few other options besides Drake London to throw to. So if they do fall behind and stop running it with Bijan, Tyler Algaier, things like that, I think that could happen. You just need to hit once and you can win that. Um, Arthur, Arthur Smith, plus 1,400 to win coach of the year. It wouldn't take much for them to win this division. It's a total toss-up. So I think if they do, he would get a lot of credit for that. It would definitely be a coach of the year worthy. Yeah. If you get the, if you get Atlanta with Desmond Ritter, I don't I don't really have faith in Desmond Ritter, but we'll see. No, I'm not too sold on them. Um, Carolina plus 400 to win the division. Actually, just this last preseason game a few days ago, their offensive line got yelled at by the coaching staff for letting Bryce Young get hit the way he did. Um, so that line might be a problem, yeah. which. I guess What's that? Yeah, 21 yards passing. <laughs> That's why. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah, he only had 21 yards passing because he was getting hit all the time. So, yeah, they deserved it. They deserved to get chewed out. Yeah, that's rough. So, if they can't protect him, then I guess that might help Bijan's case for offensive mm -hmm. rookie. Um, but if you did want to take Bryce Young, it's plus 500 to win it. A long shot for Carolina. Um, they paid Miles Sanders a lot of money this year. Um, forget the exact number. I want to say he's top 15 highest paid running back now. So they're planning to use him a lot, I would think. And for him to lead the league in rushing, it's plus 3,000. Again, it's a long shot, but I think they plan on using him a lot. I like the long shot bet. But that's why they yeah. call it a long shot. because. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, moving to Tampa Bay. I. I'm not willing to bet anything on this. Like I said, I, th I think you could see any team finishing anywhere in this division. Tampa is plus 800 to win it, so they have the longest odds. But Carolina could be trash, and Tampa Bay could take third. So I'm not confident on taking a last-place bet with them. Uh, for fantasy, if you like Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, they are going very late in the um, fantasy drafts. So... If you like them, you can snag them later than usual. Um, that's that's all I have for Tampa. Yeah. No. Yeah. NFC South. <laughs> I feel like both South divisions. When we covered the AFC, we were just like, I mean, NFC South a little yeah. more toss up than AFC South because Jacksonville's got the lock in the AFC South that we've mentioned. NFC South a little bit more competition, but again, these divisions are both so they're the two most boring divisions, in my opinion, in terms of like. Lack of excitement. Yep. I know you got you got Bryce Young, you got some Bijan Robinson, but I'm talking the teams overall and the their body of work the last ten years. It's been New Orleans has been the most exciting team out of the eight teams in those between those two conferences because it's had Drew Brees in the offense. And you could argue Tampa Bay with Tom Brady, I guess. But yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, one of the things. The South. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention one thing on the Saints. I think they have them and the Falcons have the first and second easiest schedules in football. Saints have a pretty good defense. I think in fantasy they're ranked in the top ten, and they have a really easy start to the schedule. So, yeah, when it comes to fantasy, if you want to take a defense and wait to take a defense, they they would be a good pick. You can stream for six straight weeks to begin the season. That's a good call. Good show. All right. Um, mind if I walk us through the uh, NFC East here? Go for it. Sure. All right. So they're the next on your your board here. The next uh, hardest division to bet. Plus 400 for anybody out of the East to win the uh, Super Bowl. Now, I am curious. So why do you have them? I'm Just for the sake of uh, discussion. Lot conceptually, I would find as any casual NFL fan that the NFC East, because of how competitive all the teams were last year, why wouldn't this be the division that's harder to bet on? Just trying to play devil's advocate because everybody was super competitive last year. So, what what, what kind of stands Just out to you as to that? Personally, I don't. Well, I think there's only really two teams that have a shot, and that's Philly and Dallas. Giants and uh, Washington, I both see going under 500. I think the Giants really overperformed last year. I think they won something like four or five or six three-point games or one-point games, something like that. They had a lot of good luck go their way, kind of like Minnesota did in close games. Yeah. And I don't see that happening again. You mean like that one-handed catch with Jefferson, Justin Jefferson in fourth and 18? That was amazing. <laughs> I mean, it, it was both amazing and what you're talking about, luck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just – I don't like either of those teams at the bottom there. Yeah. Um, we'll get to them last. We're going to start with Philly, which is minus 135 to win the division. Um, they have a lot tougher schedule this year, and they – had one of the easier ones in the league last year, but I still think they're so good that I would take them to win this division. Um, they did lose both of their coordinators, offensive and defensive, so I think that could set them back a little bit too, but I just think there's so much talent on that team just all all the way across. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see Hurts winning Hurt. MVP. I just don't see it. I'm not a big Hurts guy. I know a lot of people really like him a lot, but I just think – the whole team masks some of his deficiencies. And if he didn't have the weapons that he had or the offensive line that he had to run behind or the scheme, uh, I don't think he, I think he would be more top 12 than he would be top five. That's just my opinion. Well, I think we'll see this year with the tougher schedule for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think, I guess he hasn't been in the in the league too long to that's stay. It. Exactly. That's the other thing. He hasn't had a lot of body of work. I get it that he had a good playoff run and he played well in the Super Bowl, but he needs some more. more uh... He needs to, I guess, prove it more often. But yeah, I still think he's top five to win MVP. I would put it probably Mahomes, Allen, Jackson, Herbert, Burrow. And him somewhere in that in that mix. I just, oh no, not not disagreeing. I think he has a decent shot to win MVP because of how he did last year. I'm just saying, 
quarterback overall. You need to see more body of work to be sold on him. As you mentioned, yes. all those other guys, they've all been, in my opinion, they've all been way more Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Jackson, Herbert. Those guys are top five, in my opinion. Way I more consistent, I, too. However you want to rank them. <laughs> yeah. So he's a, he's plus 1,100 to win the MVP. Um, I think he would have won it last year if he didn't get hurt at the end of the year. Um, but he's gotten better every year in the league. I just think, I don't know, that Philly and Dallas, it's got to be one of them to win the division, I think. But sticking on Philly, Hassan Reddick is plus 1,800 to lead the league in sacks. He was number two in sacks last year, and now he's only uh, number six in far of, as far as odds to lead that category again. Um, I think it's more of a long shot, but it could happen. It's just so hard to get past Miles Garrett, Michael Parsons, and all that. But he was close last year, so maybe he could do it again. Yeah. Long shot is uh, Rashad Penny. And actually, reading uh, Roto World earlier, it looks like he actually might be on the roster bubble. So he <laughs> might not even make the team. But I think if he did, he's so productive when he's healthy that if he actually gets to play a full year behind the number one offensive line in football, he could do some damage there. And at plus 4,000 long shot odds, that could pay off pretty well. Yeah. All right. right. So it's for Dallas. Let's see here. We got Pollard plus 1600 to lead in rushing yards. Uh, Yeah. Pollard. I mean, I have always liked him more than I've ever liked Zeke Elliott. So Plus 1,600. Actually, I'm surprised it's that high. I'd, I'd, I'd be confident placing, you know, throwing a few dollars on that bet um, because I think they're going to give him more of a full workload and he's he can be efficient past or play action for screens, but then for rushing, because he can set himself up with the pass, he can open himself up more holes because he hits the hole so well. Um, Brandon Cooks, minus 110 to go yeah. 775. He's gone out. Oh, wow. So he's gone over six out of the last eight years. That's a good stat. Um, now he's with Dallas, <laughs> staying in the state of Texas, going from Texans to the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, hopefully, he has, hopefully he has better luck there. Um, I like that you mentioned that the average about 45 yards per game. Micah Parsons, plus 600 to win defensive player of the year, plus 750 to lead in sacks. Um, how do you feel about that Parsons bet? I bet it once. <laughs> I have a bet on that. Um, a thing that worries me a little bit about it is I think this year he's supposed to be standing up more on the edge. So I don't know if that will be better or worse for him, but I just think he's been second in voting in that defensive player of the year two years in a row. So I don't think it would take a whole lot to push through to get that to actually win it. Um. All right, We've got the Giants here. Giants, yes, they as we mentioned, they eked out some wins last year. Um, they got Darren Waller, so that's gonna definitely help the offense. And Saquon Barkley, if he can stay healthy, Daniel Jones, if he can be concussion free, not take so many hits with his clunky slides out of the pocket. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau. Plus fifty five hundred to win defensive player of the year. That's that's the long shot here. Um, big name, yep. got a lot of power, a lot of speed. Any thoughts there? 
the Giants. Well, he was a top five draft pick. So they are they like what do you bring to the table? Um last year he made NFL.com's all rookie team. This season, though, he's gotten called out recently in uh training camp for his lack of effort. And that's been a question mark for him. He's got all the talent in the world, but seems to be a little bit of a, a knucklehead. But I think if he can mm. put everything together, he'd have a great year. Yeah. We hopefully he doesn't turn out to be another Albert Hainsworth. Oh god. Speaking of that, <laughs> perfect segue to Washington. Plus sixteen hundred to win the division. Uh just like that horrible Hainsworth deal that Snyder had them sign, they're the least likely to win this division. Not great management, but now that Snyder's gone, gives Washington fans more hope. Some hope. So, yep. There's no <laughs> I, I I'm not feeling a lot of bets on this one, but no, me either. Um, the only thing that I would maybe consider is just because I'm so down on the Giants, maybe Washington takes third and the Giants get last. And if that happens, the uh, Redskins are plus 255 to get third place. You mean the Commanders? We don't want to get we don't want to get a, our podcast canceled here. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. It was, it, was a, it was a Freudian slip. Um. <laughs> Alrighty, so now moving on to the NFC North. All right, Paul, take it away. Detroit is plus 140 to win the division. Vikings are plus 275. Packers and Bears both plus 400. Um, I like the Lions to win this one. I just think Minnesota's lost too much. Dalvin Cook, um, they, lost, they lost a couple other guys, I think. Packers and Bears, I don't like either of their quarterbacks. Um, so to the Lions is plus 850 for Dan Campbell to win coach of the year. And we wanted an actual favorite. lion on the sidelines. Yeah, he's a he's a fiery one. Um, <laughs> they haven't been to playoff in seven years, but now they're the favorite, and he's the favorite coach of the year. So if they get in, I think he's in a lot of credit for that because I don't think they have a whole lot going on there except for Monroe St. Brown, maybe. I just um, I just have a hard time bringing myself to pick the Lions to win anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's been a while since they've been good. But coach of the year, though, I definitely could get on with for Dan Campbell. I think he's been a great leader of the guys. So I like him. Yeah, yeah I do too. If Bijan somehow doesn't win Offensive Rookie of the Year, um, Jameer Gibbs is plus one thousand to win it, and I think they took him top fifteen in the draft. So I think they're wanting to use him everywhere. Um. David Montgomery is plus 2,500 to lead the league in touchdowns. Jamal Williams just led it last year doing this exact same job, the uh, power back for Detroit. So I think Montgomery is better than Williams, so why not him? And Amon Ross St. Brown, Matthew Barry just named him his number one fantasy player for the year, or his ride or die, I think he calls it. Hmm. He's plus 1,800 to lead the league in catches, and I think he could come really close. I think – you know, a lot of people are saying he's the new Cooper Cup, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean that's going to be a close one. I still, I still would probably give the edge to Devontae Adams, even with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, because Devontae Adams is yeah, that guy's insane. But or Justin Jefferson. I mean, those two guys obviously because Kirk Cousins loves throwing it to him. But yeah, throw him on Ross St. Brown out there for that. I mean, that's why he's plus eighteen hundred. So. 
All right, Minnesota. Plus two seventy five to win the division. I don't see that happening. Um, it could. Their offense is supposed to be top ten, maybe top five this year. Justin Jefferson's plus five fifty to lead in receiving yards, and he's the favorite for a reason. He's the best wide receiver since maybe Randy Moss to start his career. Um, he's Madden number ninety nine, ninety nine overall. Yeah, and the first pick in fantasy drafts usually. Yeah, he's great. Um, he won offensive player of the year last year, and I don't usually like to take repeats, but I think if anybody were to repeat, I would definitely take him at plus 1300. Um, another bet I might take is Kirk Cousins plus 1000 to lead the league in passing yards. They lost that's, a, that's a good bet. That's a good bet because he, he, he stat he uh, pads the stats a lot. Yeah, he's a stat patter, and they, they just have so many weapons now. I mean, they lost Alvin Cook, but that's even more reason to throw it. JJ, TJ Hawkinson, um, Jordan Addison, first Thielen round. still there? They brought in who? Adam Thielen still there? No, he's in Carolina. He's in Carolina. Okay, but still they got they got weapons. They're gonna throw a lot, and uh, Cousins put up some numbers this year, I think. All right, Green Bay. Green Bay, uh, I don't have a whole lot to bet here. Maybe if they do steal the division, Matt LaFleur could win Matt coach of Lefleur. the year. At uh, <laughs> plus 1,500, I don't think they will. But if they do pull it off, I think he'd get a lot of credit for that. Chicago, plus 400 to win the division. I'm A lot of people are really high on Chicago and Justin Fields. I'm not at all. But if you are, he's plus 2,000 to win MVP. I know. I mean, he's another one. Like, come on. Like, people are giving him all this, like, crazy high. It's like, okay, he ran a lot. All right. Well, you don't have enough body of work. Like, no. He's yeah. got some work to do as a passer, but. And his team stinks. Yep. I think <laughs> his that. He's um... good. He's not going to. He's not going to. I don't think Chicago. I mean, Chicago may be going third place as a toss up. Yeah, I wouldn't put him much higher than that. No. Um, if he does pull it off and have a great year, I mean, the way he runs, it could be Lamar MVP type season, but I, I'm not getting on board with that, but that's, there's a lot of hype around this season right now. He had 3,600 yards passing. I don't think Justin Fields, I mean, he maybe gets 3,200, but I don't see him going over that. I'm not taking it, but I know a lot of people love Fields and if you, if you're a believer, you can get it for plus 2,000. For passing only, though, I would hammer the under on whatever it's set on over-under yeah. passing as a prop bet for him. Go the under. All right. Final division. Apparently the easiest bet in Paul's eyes. And I I actually, well, when I say actually, I do agree with him. I've agreed with him on like 95% of the things he said. The only thing I've disagreed on is the uh, NFC East being the second uh, most difficult to bet on. I still think it's the most difficult to bet on because those teams, those games are typically pretty close, but I understand why you have your reasons for the NFC South being um, toss up. Most, the toss up. Yeah. yeah. All right. So the NFC West. Um, so I have San Francisco winning this one. I think most do. They're one of the heavier favorites of the division winners at minus 160 to win it. Seattle could challenge, but 
I just think San Francisco has too much talent, even with their quarterback situation up in the air. Brock Purdy, CMC who looks like John Harbaugh, 20 years younger, in my opinion. I think if you look at go look at Brock Purdy's picture and go look at John Harbaugh. It, John Brock Purdy literally looks like John Harbaugh if he was 20, 25 years younger. I'll have to check that out. You have to, you have to take a look. Anyone who's listening or watching, got to go look in your browser and look it up. I'm telling you. Thing. So, um, actually, we'll, we'll go with that. Speaking with uh, of the quarterbacks, Brock Purdy was Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. I think he had a good run to end the year, but I don't think it would take a whole lot. For him to so you think he's like the other Brock, Brock Osweiler? Osweiler. Flash in the pan. I think he might be, yeah. And if that's the case, you can take uh, – these are all long shots, of course, but um, comeback player of the year. If Pert doesn't hold on to that job, it could be Sam Darnold or Trey Lance taking over. And if they take that team – I mean, they're the team's already going to be doing pretty well, but – I think if they get in there and play well too, they could have a case for comeback player of the year. Yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that. And then also speaking of players you can draft first overall, you got CMC, Christian McCaffrey, um, because he's going to be relied upon so much because the quarterback situation's up in the air, like you mentioned. Um, I'm just always so nervous to take him because of his injury past. Injury risk, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Speaking of CMC, he's he's plus 1,500 to win Offensive Player of the Year, which is, I think, one of the top five candidates. And um, I've seen a lot of people take that one that I know. But one that I like even more than that is long shot CMC plus 8,000 to win MVP. I think he's got a really good chance. The way San Francisco runs it and uses him, I mean, I won't say a really good chance to win that award, but to go crazy this year, he could do well, it. That's why it's the long shot. Yeah, and uh, a running back hasn't won it since Adrian Peterson did about, what, 10, 11 years ago. Now, this is plus 8,000 um, odds right now. I made this bet after the draft back in April or May. <laughs> it was plus 20,000. So Okay, so you're going to say gonna... you're going to buy me drinks then when you win this bet because you're going to have you're me loaded. <laughs> Correct. Yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's a long shot, but I just think there's so many good quarterbacks. I don't. I mean, they, they could all cancel each other out, and then if if one non quarterback has a huge year, maybe yeah. they take it. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Seattle. They are plus one ninety five to win the division. Um, a lot of people are on them too, just because of San Francisco's quarterback situation. Um, one bet that I would place on this is plus 135 for them to finish second. I'm that confident that San Francisco would win it, that I would bet that Seattle finishes second. The other two teams, the Rams, Cardinals, I don't think they have a chance. Um, I also think Seattle is a lock to make the playoffs. So if you don't want to bet first or second or division, if you just want to bet on them making the playoffs, I think that's a lock with how bad the NFC is, and that's it, minus 120. Who would have known Geno Smith would become this reclamation project and all of a sudden yeah. he's slinging it. Yeah, Best completion percentage in the NFL last year, or he was top two. I mean, it was, it's pretty wild. And now he's got another first-round receiver. He was giving him yeah. more weapons. Yep. You know, that that would be the that would be the crazy thing if 
somehow he could because they played San Francisco pretty well to win to win the division plus one ninety five. I I think about taking that bet. I mean, I definitely am with you, making the playoffs. NFC's not the best, so yeah. All right, L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams are plus one thousand to win the division. Dear God. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I think that I think the Rams, if they don't start off hot, which I don't expect them to. I think there's a chance that Stafford or Cup maybe don't finish out the year just because they don't want to, you know, risk it for a team that's going to probably be a top 10 pick in the draft. Um, but I, I'm, I would almost guarantee that Arizona gets last place in this. So with the Rams getting third here, that's at plus 125. I just don't think that there's a way for them to beat San Francisco or Seattle in the division, and Arizona is so bad. I think so I'm assuming you really don't divi- like division Kyler Murray. One, two, three, four, just the way it is, is how it's going to end up. Yeah, I'm assuming then you don't like Kyler Murray. No, yeah. no, I don't. Even if he plays, I don't see him doing a whole lot. Um, yeah, he should have. He should have played baseball. <laughs> he had the chance. Yeah, yeah, I had a chance. One um, a long shot for the Rams, which it's hard to consider Aaron Donald a long shot, but he's plus 2,500 to win Defensive Player of the Year, and I think he's being forgotten. I mean, I think – but along the same lines as Cup and Stafford, I think any star player on this team might not have the incentive to go all out for such a bad team. Um, yeah. Cooper Cup is plus 500 to lead the league in catches, plus 800 to lead it in the yards. He just did both of these two years ago. So, if that team does do well and everybody does stay in the games, I think that, that's something that could hit too. And he's going top 10 in fantasy drafts too. Yeah, no, everyone still thinks he's retired, even though he unretired. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. did he unretire? Or he never even retired. I thought he contemplated it. Yeah, he thought about it. Yeah. All right. And then Arizona, I'm, I'm totally with you here. There's nothing really to bet on them individually. No, no, there's no redeemable qualities about this team. They have plus, uh, plus 120 for them to go under four and a half wins. I'll take that bet. I say they end up with a solid four and 13 record. Here, they're not good. Yeah. I think that would be probably best case scenario. I did take that bet actually for them to go under four and a half wins. Um, if you, I'm I'm even considering this plus 290 to go under two and a half wins. I just think they're <laughs> going to be that bad. I think Oof. they have horrible defense, horrible Oof. offensive line. I don't like anything. Really they got Hollywood them. Brown. Oh, man. I do like Hollywood, but I don't know if he's hurt or something's going on with I'm him I'm being now. sarcastic. I, I couldn't. Yeah. I, I was so glad he was gone. Too many, too many <laughs> drop passes and key moments as a Ravens fan. I um, hope uh, Zay Flowers, I think so far he's off to a good start. I mean, think about real quick before we end here. Ravens got Kyle Hamilton and Linderbaum in the first round. And why is that? They traded Hollywood Brown away Cardinals and we were to trade down or get that second pick in the first round to get Linderbaum. Because I thought Linderbaum was going to be our first pick and then we end up going with Hamilton because he was the best available. And then you get Linderbaum you know, a few picks down the in the draft. That was from that trade. And Linderbaum is like He's already is like one of the best centers, so that, that worked out Probably for us. Too because we had, for him. 
Exactly. Exactly. And Linderbaum made up for the fact that we had terrible centers prior because they couldn't snap the ball to Lamar. So, yeah, that's state of affairs. Yeah, that's right. Matt Skura, I think it was his name. He has some rough times here. Yeah. (laughs) PTSD. And on that note, thanks again, Paul, for uh, taking the time to be on the pod. Thanks for having me. A lot of fun. Uh, I'll definitely have Paul on to talk more NFL. Uh, Season is right around the corner. Before we know, we're already in preseason. What do you think? How do you feel about that? You're going fast, huh? Yeah, I'm glad to see J.K. Dobbins is coming back today. Yeah, that was positive. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) We've been uh, getting off on our tangent away from Futures talking Ravens. I'm excited. I'm excited too, but I think the next time, Paul, you're on, we'll we'll talk specifically Ravens and get more into the – we can nerd out about that, um, being the fans that we are. But hopefully you take <laughs> adjust good. the AFC bets, the Sounds NFC good. bets for the future. Um, you make you some money. And uh, cheers and good luck betting. Thanks, everybody.